When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. A quick thank you to DennisKirk.com for supporting Score North. It's obviously crazy times right now, but one thing you can still do is get out and ride. And the weather seems to be telling us it's time to get you and your motorcycle ready for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. Whether you ride a Harley, a Cruiser, a sport bike, a dirt bike, or any other type of motorcycle, they've got what you need. And through May 28th, Dennis Kirk is offering 0% interest for up to 12 months. Over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today. DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices, fast same-day shipping, and satisfaction guaranteed. They truly are the best in the business. You can order by 8 p.m. and get it tomorrow. $89 order, ship free. DennisKirk.com. Order today, get it tomorrow. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Welcome in to Purple Daily, Sands, Phil Mackey. It's Zolget and Declan Goff. And of course, before we start this episode of Purple Daily, we uh, ask you to please give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple if that's where you happen to listen to us. It helps spread the word about our show to other Minnesota sports fans. Or you can, and or I guess I could say, Declan Goff, subscribe to our Score North YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Score North, where we crank out daily Vikings content as part of uh, Purple Daily. And on this Friday episode, Declan Goff, we're going to go back to our uh, our Reddit thread. Oh, yeah. I believe that you have an alternate reality question for us that we are going to address, so why don't you set us up with that question? So many significant sporting events in Minnesota's history. Some have made us ask the question, what if? Like, what if Stefan Marbury hadn't left the Wolves? What if Gary Anderson had made that kick? Gary Anderson will make this field goal. The answer should I'm sorry, Vikings fans. What if there is no Minneapolis miracle? Ah, yes. It's time to ask what if in Mackie, Judd, and Rami's alternate reality. All right, Mr. Yes. Alternate reality. We had a fun conversation on Dante Culpepper and Teddy a few weeks ago. Yeah. In this alternate reality, though, this coming from the Vikings Skull Reddit account. Alternate reality. What if the Vikings never trade for Sam Bradford in 2016? 
Now, this is an interesting one because, of course, they were, in their minds, and I think they're right, were forced to make the trade after Teddy Bridgewater uh, broke his leg at Winter Park during um, just before the season practice in 2016. If they don't trade for Sam Bradford, and in that trade, I believe they gave up, was it the 11th overall pick? It was a first-round pick that went to Philadelphia. And the deal landed them a guy who didn't start game one for them at quarterback, but uh, started playing in week two and played and started 15 games that season. Here's the first thing I'll tell you. Alternate reality is they would have been rightfully completely ripped because I remember getting to training camp in Mankato that year before, obviously, Teddy got hurt, Declan. And I wrote a column for scorenorth.com because I watched a practice and I said, you know what? And this was not thinking that Teddy was going to have his leg snapped. This was thinking, what if he gets hurt and misses, let's say, a month or something? Their backup is Sean Hill. They are grossly um, understaffed, basically, Hmm. uh, on the depth chart if something happens to Teddy. Because they don't have a quarterback who is, at that point, anything more than a quarterback's coach, basically. Sean Sean Hill was an aging, God bless him, Aging veteran in his second go-around with the Vikings. I think by that time he had had stops in, what was it, San Francisco and Detroit. And had got, had some starts. But Sean Hill was in no way, shape, or form by 2016 a starting quarterback. He was there to sort of help with the transition that Teddy was going through. And that was going into Teddy's second full season as the starting quarterback for the Vikings. So all of those things being put together, if when Teddy's leg breaks... And I said this at the time, and this would have been the alternate reality without that trade. How does Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer go into that locker room? That 2016 Vikings team was was coming off a of playoff appearance, was set up to be pretty good, and justify, okay, boys, we're going to war with Sean Hill. <laughs> so, so just from a starting point, and there's a lot of paths that we can go down from here, uh, you would have had a real, real problem trying to explain to me how anyone could say, and Teddy's hurt now. We, you know, that's that's too bad. He's done for the season. And at that point, you're thinking this career is probably done. And Sean Hill is our starting quarterback. They would have been, and rightfully so, I think from their own players to the outside world, they would have been savaged. Absolutely. You knew they had to address something because there's no way in hell, like you said, they're just going to go in with veteran Sean Hill. Could Sean Hill guide them? To a week one win or a or a emergency start and give them a fighting chance. Of course, we saw it in week one. He actually played pretty admirably in that week one win over the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee to kick off the 2016 season. But you also knew, well, all right, we got a win. We started the season off well. But if we didn't trade for Sam, if we get three more wins, this will probably be a successful season for us. Or that that would be more the realistic expectation. At best, I think Sean Hill could have guided you to maybe four or five wins. And also, Sean Hill wanted nothing to do with starting. Sean Hill, Sean Hill wanted that backup job to not have to play. I know when you're a backup quarterback or you're a backup position in any sport, you are always one play away. But Sean Hill wanted nothing to do with being a full-time starting quarterback. Of course he didn't. And I admire the Vikings for saying, well, man, before the Teddy injury, I mean, this team was ready to rock. We should be one of the best teams in the NFC. And if we don't address our quarterback position, we go from being... You know, a favorite in the NFC with Teddy to being probably one of the bottom 10 teams in the league. And if you remember, right, Judd, I believe some guys were circling around like Michael Vick was thinking about coming back. I know Colin Kaepernick was someone fans were interested in, even though I don't think it was ever real, too realistic. Even, um, forget who else was, Mark Sanchez was someone else that the Vikings could have considered. Mm-hmm. 
So there was options, but Sam Bradford by far was your best option, and you had to make that trade. But let me let me go down this path for you. Let's say it was Sanchez or Michael Vick or even Sean Hill, and that's a four to five win Vikings team. Obviously, the 2017 NFL draft where the Vikings position, they had the 14th pick because they went eight and eight with Sam Bradford. It was 14, okay. But if they don't trade for Bradford and they roll with one of those bad options, I think the Vikings probably have a top 10 pick. Yeah, the issue, though, is is if you have, and they did, Bridgewater get hurt, and then your response is, we're going to ride with Sean Hill, which would have been ridiculous, but let's say that's the response. Or you do sign Mark Sanchez, who was just garbage by then. Oh, yeah. Does Rick Spielman survive that? Be, because he, the, the one, you know what? Sean Mannion might not be great. But Sean Mannion is an actual football player. Yes. Sean Hill, by that point in his life, was a pseudo coach. And and Sean Hill plays week one at Tennessee. You win that game. And if you recall the next Wednesday when the Vikings returned to practice for their week two game in 2016, Sean Hill was on the injury report and Sean Hill hadn't been hurt. It, it basically could have said age. <laughs> and, and so what is Rick Spielman, how compromised does he become as far as his ability to do his job in ownership's mind, if if you do just basically tank, because that that would have been a good team tanking. Yeah, that that showed when Teddy got hurt, it showed that you damn well better have a guy who's competent and can play quarterback and can function. I mean, Sean Hill was not that far from being basically me I know. as the backup qu- quarterback. Obviously, a much greater football mind. Mm. But the ability to actually play games was gone, not there. And so so that's where, and nobody, to be clear again, e- even in the revisionist history of going back and retooling this, nobody could have seen Teddy's leg no. breaking like that. But, you know, the fact was you didn't give yourself a chance if Teddy did get hurt to even compete because Sean Hill, yes, he won in week one, but could he have even played in week two. So so I think the downside of not making that trade with Philadelphia for Bradford is so much greater because the perception of your coaching staff and for sure your GM from ownership is going to was going to be and should have been very, very harsh if you didn't do something drastic. And you know, keep in mind, Bradford comes in, plays fifteen games. Now he, he gets hurt at the outset of two thousand seventeen and that became well, it became a problem for him, not for Case Keenum and the Vikings. But all of those things being said, 2016 got off to a damn good start as well. I know, I and know. that sort of showed where that team was supposed to be at. So I don't see any upside as big as as big as I am on tanking when tanking presents itself. This was one where it didn't present itself and you really, really were sort of screwed there briefly unless you made that type of trade for Bradford. Well, that's why, though, the alternate reality is fun, because if they didn't trade for Bradford and they go with, you know, pick your bad backup quarterback, whoever it is, the Vikings get a top 10 pick. Judd, do you know who was in the top 10 in that NFL draft in 2017? Run through it. Run through it. All right. I'm just going to go one through 10 really quick. Miles Garrett, Mitchell Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis, Jamal Adams. Mike Williams. Now we get interesting because at the eighth overall pick is, I think, where the Vikings would be if they had a backup quarterback. Eighth overall, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Ninth overall, John Ross, receiver for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Tenth overall, Patrick Mahomes. Eleventh overall, Marshawn Lattimore. Twelfth overall, Deshaun Watson. 
So it's it's so easy to be nitpicky. I get that. But, but who, in the alternate reality, if you would have went 5-11 and 11 and had a top 10 pick, and you could have had its chance at, let's just say, McCaffrey, Mahomes, Lattimore, or Watson, especially being Watson and Mahomes as the quarterbacks, being game-changing players and franchise-altering players, that could have gotten you one of the, the pick. Spielman is still making the pick. No, yes, I think, he does. I think he, I, I think he is in such bad shape because that's a good team that you had no intention of tanking, and, and the backup quarterback situation was so poorly handled going into training camp. I don't know. He gets to make so, that pick. All right. I I think the will if it might have been better if Spielman didn't trade for anyone and just rolled with Sean Hill and then Sean Hill gets hurt and they sign you know back up off the street off the waiver wire. Yes, I can see where he gets. If I can, I can see him taking some flack. But if he went out and traded a fifth round pick for Mark Sanchez or whatever the hell it was and at least tried, and then the ownership of the Wilf said, "Well, you know what? This is a horrible circumstance, but Rick, we're not going to fire you." Like. You, your job security is based on Teddy Bridgewater's leg getting blown up and you didn't know where Teddy was going to be. And if you had a chance to now take the next quarterback and it, it presents itself to you or even a cornerback game changing player like McCaffrey or Marcus Lattimore, I don't think Rick Spielman loses his job. I think that draft class determines his fate. And the Vikings didn't have a first round pick in 2017 because they traded for Bradford. But if they would have been able to get Mahomes or Watson or Lattimore or McCaffrey, all of a sudden then Spielman You're is fine one. again. You're missing one. Who? The guy they might have taken. Who's that? I don't. Mitch Trubisky. Oh no, God no. Mitch Why? Trubisky, Declan. See, I don't want to even think. I didn't want to think go about down it. The, you, you, oh. You're going to go down that. You open the door. I got to walk through it. Oh. I got to walk through that. And and the other thing too is Mahomes, who is a marvelous player. All right, marvelous player. I love the kid, but Mahomes has been handled so well by the Chiefs, so well. They sat him for a year, which the Vikings wouldn't have had. Now, I do think he could have been very successful, but my question is, how would the Vikings have tried to use Mahomes? Would they have used him? now? Because Kansas City's been brilliant. Like, they had a whole plan here. The Andy Reid thing could not have worked any better. It's been fantastic. Uh, but you got to go down that path, too. They could have taken Trubisky. I guess I have to accept it since uh, something named Christian Ponder happened in 2011, so i, well, I, you I know got to encourage the it. The day that Spielman gets... Um, is both smart and get some fortune on a draft pick quarterback will be the first time. Right. He took Ponder. Bridgewater, you could argue, was a fine pick. The issue with Teddy is I still think that that was Norv. I still think Norv, and to a certain extent, Zimmer pulled the purse strings on the Bridgewater pick to trade back into the first round that year to take him, was it 2014, at 32nd? Um Boy, yeah, I mean it's an inter- it's an interesting alternate reality that could have seen you know if you take Mahomes or Deshaun Watson you could be in great shape but I can't put it past it this team you, you would have to be uh, drinking purple Kool Aid constantly to say well there's no way that they would screw <laughs> up the pick and take Trubisky uh, here's my here's my other question from 2016 as well though because you know that Bradford trade as we just talked about worked out for quite some time you are. You beat the Houston Texans on October 9th of 2016, 31-13 at home. Go into your bye week. You are undefeated, okay? 5-0. and You come out of your bye week in week 7 on October 23rd, playing at the link against the Philadelphia Eagles, and you lose 21-10, to Declan Goff. And that's the game that afterwards, Mike Zimmer got up to the podium and talked about his offensive line, I believe it was, being soft, which is akin to the—to me, that's the worst thing a football coach can say about his players— 
you could use every four-letter word in the book against your players, and I don't think it's as bad as the four-letter word soft, all right? Okay, yeah. So what happens if that whole, because it's one loss. You're five and one at that point, all right? The wheels are not falling off. You're five and one. It's a road loss. It's a hard place to play. Exactly, exactly. What happens if instead of going all in, and I don't exactly know why Mike did, but he did, you know, he's like, yeah, what you just said, tough loss, too bad, we're five and one, and he handles that right, because if I'm not mistaken, that also came at the same time as as around that bye week is when he had the stuffed animals, right? And there are different stories about what he might or didn't do, but the whole messaging was sort of odd. And then he melts down that they don't play well. What happens if Mike doesn't explode? And if Mike's like, you know, we lost Teddy, it sucked, and we're five and one. Let's just regroup. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Because they fell apart after that. Well, and Judd, that set off a chain reaction of just honestly boneheaded comments by Mike Zimmer in 2016. And that was the first three more of wins many. that entire season. I know. Backs, they, they, eight only, eight. they only went three and eight the rest of the way. You started with that comment against the Eagles. I believe 2016 was the same year. You said Anthony Barr, the Tennessee to coast. Was that yep. also the same year? Yeah, and that might and have been the Sharif Floyd stuff came up. Sharif Floyd came that's up. That's right. No, and right. the cornerbacks went rogue in Week 16. Mike this, Mike Zimmer's for all, for as much as I am, I think a staunch defender of Mike Zimmer. I'll say it being the best coach of my lifetime, and as Viking Vikings since coach. I, as Vikings coach in my lifetime. Yep. He handled 2016 horribly, and he had every right to kind of not botch it, but he had every right to be upset with the way things were going on with Teddy getting hurt and what happened, how your 2015 season ended. But if he doesn't make those comments and just stays your typical drone football coach comments after a game, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, I do think that offensive line was absolutely depleted by that point. I mean, they tried everything they could. They brought Jake Long out of retirement to yeah. try to make it work. And then he got hurt. And then he got hurt. And TJ Clemmings had no business being a starting tack, starting offensive lineman in the NFL yet. So absolutely. I, I think Zimmer, unfortunately, just derailed. The, the morale was already low, right? Like going into the season. Well, they got through the and Teddy then, thing, and then they got hot. Right. And, and so you're in great shape. That's my point. They get to 5-0, yeah. and oh and everything's hunky-dory, and then you have a comment like that, and everything just went down the tube. The offensive line was a mess, and there were problems. But you had won five games. and from 5-0. and oh, And from five games, there right. on out, you won three more games. And that team was not that bad. That team, I think if Zimmer handles that, Entire year, and, and I do think to his credit, he learned from what he did wrong. Correct. I think he's made corrections. I don't. I think now when things start to melt down, it's not that he's not still surly, but I don't think he's as as prickly as he was back then. So I think he learned from that. But for that not to be a playoff team after being five and zero, I know was you know, and in the alternate reality of that season, if they lose. At Philadelphia, and Mike's like, yeah, you know, we didn't play well. It's too bad, but on to Chicago. I think that they are a playoff team for sure. And, you know, keep in mind, too, the Bradford acquisition for that year was a good trade. And I know it cost you a first-round pick, but there was, but among Spielman, if we were to have a list of Spielman's good moves and bad moves, I still think the decision to immediately go and try and get a guy like Bradford was a good move. Mm-hmm. And so for that whole thing to derail was really, really too bad. 
alternate reality if if they just continue to go about their business and they're five and one after the loss to the Eagles. I think it's a playoff team for sure. I think it probably wins about what ten games. Yeah, I think they get a wild card spot and they're probably one and done. Yeah, you know, like I don't think they win, but a game. but they should have been. At, they should have been a playoff least, team, a wild card team. I, I absolutely agree. It, it's it's one of the most interesting seasons in the world. Do you think they take Mahomes or Watson? If, I do. I don't. I do. Judd, they didn't know anything about Teddy. They didn't ever knew if Teddy was even going to walk again, play football again. I yes, think they take Trubisky. Oh my god, it's definitely on the table. I won't dismiss. Oh, it it's as on much the table so, for sure. But I, I think but Mahomes yeah. fell. If Mahomes went, let's say two or three, and it's flipped, and it's flipped, and let's say then you think in the alternate reality world he falls to them, then I think now we say they take him. But he fell so far for how good he's proven to be that I don't know the Vikings were forward thinking enough to stop that fall. I would hope the answer is yes, and that you're right. I would hope that you're right. But I don't know that I can say that with confidence. If they had a decent history of identifying young quarterbacks, I would be completely with you and say, hell yeah. But they really don't. I know. They really don't. I, and, I, and and I do think that we sell on the Teddy conversation, Dex, I think we sell Norv short. Norv's the one who came back from Teddy's pro day, college pro day, when, when he didn't throw without gloves, which I know is hilarious and we've joked about. But Norv's the one that said, let me go back to Miami and work him out personally. And then Norv's the one that came back and was like, okay, we've got yeah. something here. Yeah. Norv's, you know, so would that have happened? I don't know. It's a lot. It, it's a fun path. I love these alternate reality conversations. And Norv quit after the Chicago game, right? Yeah, or, you know, quit. So, so does Norv quit? Does Norv still there? Right. That's I, another I conversation know. I want to know. What Norm, yeah, I still, I still want to know what happened with Norv. I know. I agree. All right. We done? We're done. Okay. Uh, once again, appreciate you listening to Purple Daily. Please subscribe to the show on the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash score north. Uh, please also subscribe to the Mackie and Judd and the Daily uh, podcast feeds wherever you find podcasts. And if you could give us a five-star rating and positive review on Apple, that helps spread the word about our show to other Minnesota sports fans. I'm Judd. He's Declan. Have a great holiday weekend. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.